Greetings and welcome to Soldier of Souls. Here at Soldier of Souls, we want to extend our heartfelt welcome to everyone throughout the world. We are delighted to count all of you as part of our company as we trek together in this world so we can live eternally with God in the next. Just a reminder, if you find traveling with us is useful, we encourage you to to follow us and to share our podcast, Soldier of Souls, with your friends and family. You are our only sales force, so don't be shy about spreading the word. Hi, I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn. In this episode, we're going to look at a saint that doesn't get a lot of notice. She was quiet, and she was in the background of her own brother. It was still noticed today, 1,500 years later. Now, I am talking about St. Scholastica, and of course, her brother was St. Benedict, whom I did a podcast on earlier. She was very close to her brother Benedict, as we'll see later, but once she said to him, Please do not leave me tonight. Let us go on until morning, talking about the delights of the spiritual life. St. Scholastica lived in the shadow of her brother. However, she knew this was meant to be, because this is who she was, as was once said about her. How little do we know revealing who you are, this silence born of peace, perhaps speaks even more. The above was written as a hymn to St. Scholastica by a Benedictine monk. Little was known about this modest saint, save an accolade penned by St. Benedict the Great and a letter purported to be written by St. Scholastica to the new abbess, Mother Falia, in or around 535 A.D. As we learn more about this quiet saint, let us first begin with an Our Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As I stated, little is known about the life of St. Scholastica. Yet her influence upon the church is undeniable. The future founder of the Benedictine nuns was born in 480 in Nursia, and her feast day is on the 10th of February. Most people are more familiar with St. Benedict because of the Benedictine order and monasteries that bear his name. They lived in the 5th century, and as a child, Scholastica dedicated herself to the service of God, 
taking no interest in the things of this world. She lives modestly, despite being raised in a wealthy home. The twins' mother died at their birth. When Benedict was old enough, he left home to study in Rome, leaving Scholastica with her father to tend to their nursing estate. In time, Benedict left his studies to live as a hermit and then to head a community of monks in Italy. When Scholastica learned of her brother's total dedication to the Lord, she was determined to follow his example. It is not certain that she became a nun immediately, but it is generally supposed that she lived for some time in a community of virgins. Scholastica received permission to adopt this rule with a group of virgins, making them the first convent of Benedictine nuns. In the centuries to follow, their way of life spread far and wide across the Western world. Now, unlike her brother, St. Scholastica was never subject to a formal biography. As such, little is known about her life apart from her commitment to the religious life which paralleled her brother. St. Scholastica reveals that it was her brother who named her, saying that she was destined to remain in the school of our Lord's service. Pope Gregory the Great wrote that Scholastica used to come to visit her brother Benedict at a house situated halfway between the two communities. The Benedictine model, Ora et Labora, meaning prayer and work, became a real joy to the young abbess, who practiced this in childhood, and she found that the best way to keep her mind occupied with God, even though her duties as abbess kept her busy most of her day. Pope Gregory explained Although Benedict had set the rule of life for these holy women, it was Scholastica's duty to see that they kept it faithfully and cheerfully and regarded it as the best means for their sanctification. Now here's the story of St. Scholastica from the books of the Dialogue of St. Gregory the Great. Scholastica, the sister of St. Benedict, had been consecrated to God from her earliest years. She was accustomed to visiting her brother once a year. He would come down to meet her at a place on the monastery property, not far outside the gate. When these twins were around the age of 63, they met what would be their final conversation on earth. One day she came as usual and her saintly brother went with some of his disciples. They spent the whole day praising God and talking of sacred things. As night fell, they had supper together. Their spiritual conversation went on and the hour grew late. The holy nun said to her brother, Please do not leave me tonight. Let us go on until morning talking about the delights of the spiritual life. Sister, he replied, what are you saying? I simply cannot stay outside my cell. When she heard her brother's refuse her request, the holy woman joined her hands on the table, laid her head on them, and began to pray. 
as she raised her head from the table, there were such brilliant flashes of lightning, such great peals of thunder, and such a heavy downpour of rain that neither Benedict nor his brethren could stir across the threshold of the place where they had been seated. Sadly, he began to complain, May God forgive you, sister. What have you done? Well, she answered, I asked, and you would not listen. So I asked my God, and he did listen. So now go off, if you can, leave me, and return to your monastery. Reluctant to stay of his own will, he remained against his will, and so it came about that they stayed awake the whole night, engrossed in their conversation about spiritual life. It is not surprising that she was more effective than he, since, as John says, God is love. And it was absolutely right that she could do more as she loved more. Three days later, Benedict was in a cell. Looking up to the sky, he saw his sister's soul leave her body in the form of a dove and fly up to the secret places of heaven. Rejoicing in her great glory, he thanked Almighty God with hymns of words of praise. And he sent his brethren to bring her body to the monastery and lay it in the tomb he had prepared for himself. The two were united by grace and a shared mission in this life, and they will forever share a grave from which they will rise together on the last day. St. Scholastica was outstanding for her simplicity and faith. She spoke to God directly in reverent familiarity without complex or elaborate ritual. She was simple. And as an abbess, St. Scholastica instilled in her sisters the necessity of living accordance to the great Benedictine aim, that in all things God may be glorified. Let me repeat that that in all things God may be glorified. What a great way to live. The Benedictine sisterhoods flourished under Scholastica and through the years and through this present day. St. Gregory the Great said of St. Scholastica, she could do more because she loved more. So let us always remember that love should be the first rule of our lives, as stated in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So faith, hope, and love remain, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So let us close by praying to our spiritual mother who loves us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
So until we meet again, may the Lord bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And remember Jesus' words, wide is the road to destruction. And so we remind you, stay on the path. And we ask that St. Raphael the Archangel, God speed you on your sojourn.